Hey, episode 185, Caesar took the chain out. 185, ready to go. Yeah. De- don't reach for my chain. Don't reach for my chain. <laughs> don't reach for my chain. Don't reach for my chain. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of down to name the episode that for no reason. Don't reach for my chain is a great episode name. <laughs> I want to make a podcast called Don't Reach for My Chain. That'd be hard. Uh, <laughs> that's a really good music podcast name. Don't Reach for My Chain. <laughs> Talk about rappers and them getting killed. Oh, it's cemented on here. We, when we make a music, when we retire from We Made It podcast and make a music podcast, it's going to be called uh, Don't Reach for My Chain. <laughs> we can talk about rappers that got their, sna- their chain snatched. Yeah, I mean, we're going to run low on episodes, but I'm down. I mean, no, we'll just, the list we'll, isn't comprehensive. We'll just make stuff up. <laughs> okay, I'm down. Y'all see Macklemore get his chain snatched? <laughs> Episode 185, we made a podcast. Yes, that's 185. Jesus. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? You know that we got our Twitter taken away right before. um, We got our Twitter taken away, I think, in May. Because it was before George Floyd. And then, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that was a blessing in disguise in some ways. And then I got my Facebook taken away. So someone's on to us. They re- they reached for our chain. I mean, shadow um, band. <laughs> um, but, you know, we got the Twitter back. But, yeah, it was a blessing in disguise because I would definitely have been going nuts on the We Made It podcast Twitter um, at BN Sports. Shout out to BN Sports. Qatar and Saudi Arabia have uh, rekindled their relationship. The embargo is over. So, hopefully, BN get that bread back. They sure as hell need it. Indeed. Uh, Saudi Arabia reached for their chain. <laughs> uh, yeah, episode 185, that's a lot. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Um, on Twitter, we were talking recently about episode 12 when Caesar and I did the all-NBA soccer starting 11, and it was very funny. <laughs> it's still it's still solid, though. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because Caesar didn't know that uh, Anthony Penny Hardaway was American. And he thought that he was Nigerian. one of the worst things to find out in, in history. I, I feel like I've been fed lies my entire life. I thought he was one of us. I realized he's just some boring American. What a loser. That was literally one of the most genuine, hardest laughs I've had on We Made a Podcast. <laughs> like that one and the uh, Gervinho Conehead picture. <laughs> I mean, it's the Gervinho's good because, like, I remember I saw him playing at Arsenal one time, and I was like, oh, this guy's kind of good. And then, like, he got tackled by – I forgot what his name was. He's the guy that did the nose thing with his lot time. Okay. He used to play for Newcastle at the time. I remember this game. Like, I'd never forget this game in my life. It was Newcastle versus Arsenal. Lord knows why I'm watching this. He, like, fouls the hell out of him, and it, like, bumps Gervinho's headband – his little tie and his head thing and it's like the here i was like oh god oh no it's like watching someone's toupee get pulled off i was like no just go bald what are you doing who, who goes and starts braiding him from back here and then finishes here and they're like good job man all right does he get half off like what happens dude I never forget that. And then when he started wearing that big old uh, soccer girl hair, hair band, I was like, "My guy, there you go, there we go." 
Well, his career resurged after that. He got the headband. Everybody started liking him again. Well, we, I forgot what happened. We were looking for a picture of Jovino, and then that conehead picture came up, and I was crying. That was that's, whoever made that is a horrible person, yet hilarious. And then we used it for our episode cover. <laughs> and then after that was protect Philippe Coutinho. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, episode one eighty five. Um, got a lot to talk about today. We're gonna try to keep it short. Uh, we have not talked yet about uh, Pochettino going to PSG. We'll start off with that. We're going to talk a little bit about Benzema potentially go, getting back on the French national team. And I have a, um, I have like a, something I want to bring up about that. A question for Caesar. Talk about a little, talk about um, some rumors and some transfers that have happened this January window. Hopefully, we can get to talking a little bit about Hope Solo and Carly Lloyd. They recently were on a podcast, I want to say, and they were talking about how they were bullied when they first got into the uh, U.S. Women's National Team. Um, as 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 like as young people, I, like I want to say teenagers, and um, hopefully we can also get to Bill Belichick, uh, the uh, coach of the American football team, the New England Patriots of Massachusetts. <laughs> anyway, Caesar, quickly. Uh, oh, actually, today PSG played Marseille in the um, French Super Cup. I don't know why the hell they're even wasting their time doing that. But um, PSG won 2-1. Icardi scored a little whack goal. Neymar got a penalty. Eddie Cardi won. And uh, Dimitri Payet scored for Marseille. It was a really dope goal. Um, but Cesar, what do you think about Pochettino to PSG? Um, I think in terms of looking at the market who's available to good signing by PSG, I, I can't, like, hate that signing. There's no reason to. I mean – it's not like you're going from like some perennial massive winner to like a like if you were going from Zidane to Pochettino, I would say you downgrade in life. That's what I would say. But if you're going from Tuchel to Pochettino, I'm like, all right, like, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You just do the same as Tuchel. Like, it's just like he could flame out and not get a trophy. Tuchel did the same thing, other than winning the domestic league, though. And what I think, I think two cups, right? They won like two cups. With uh, under uh, Tuchel, I think two, right? They won the league. I think they won the league every well, year. I meant the, the the cups, like the little French. Oh, a couple. They lost. They lost Domino's the cup. cup and stuff like that. Yeah. They they the they lost a couple of them cups. I which all, which they all should have won. They should have won all of them. True. But um, whatever. He's gone. Um, so I think which I think it's a I think it's a good move. One thing I will say I like about Pochino, he speaks many languages. That's pretty cool. Um, it's good that he's able to speak Spanish. He used to play for PSG. It's good that PSG's getting someone. I think PSG, it's important for them to get people like Pochettino also because they don't have like a very storied history and uh, in, in terms of like going way back. And, you know, back in the days, it was the Lyon that was dominating and the other teams in, the, in France. It wasn't really PSG. So it's cool to see them getting someone from their past and making them. It's cool to show a little lineage because everybody's perception is PSG. They're so recent, you know, other than the Ronaldinho times, but they're so recent. So it's cool to see them get somebody that used to play for them too. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's, I think it's a pretty good move. I can't really complain. And one thing with Pochettino, you know, me and him have the same trophy case still. So now he finally has an opportunity to get one. This is an easy out. And I'm also happy because thank God that puts to bed Pochino Real Madrid rumors. Thank God. I'm so I hate that rumor mill so much. I hate it because the comment section is like all racist against Zidane. 
Um, so it's like, I mean, Zidane low-key be getting ra- racism against him, dog. He's, <laughs> I'd be feeling bad for him. Like, dog, come on, brother, man. What happened? So they'd be going against him. And now it's going to shut down because he's going to be at PSG. I don't have to hear that crap anymore. Because that was the only Real Madrid rumor all day was the Dan Pochettino crap. They think Odegaard should be the coach over Zidane. They would definitely do that. I'm like, how quickly they forget them three, them, 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 them chips, right? They how quickly they forget. They they think Odegaard and Bale should be the coach over Zidane. But it takes some nerve for a team to win three UCLs in a row, and then you get in that comment section and you say, "The Zidane's a garbage coach, needs to get fired." I'm like, dude, what standards do you have? <laughs> He's coached there five seasons, correct? Yes, two. He won. He was there five seasons. He okay, won and so three he won Champions three, League out of five years. Three Champions Leagues and two years. and two what? leagues. But we're not talking about Zidane. Um, okay, <laughs> Pochettino to PSG. I mean, like it's funny. You, one day, I I, I kind of want to do this again. We talked about it before a few times, but I really want to talk more about this this myth of tactics. We kind of already did the football intelligence myth. Like, I want to have a a show where we talk about the myth of tactics because I'm really getting tired of this shit, dude. Like, a a coach, like, like a team wins a game and they're like, oh, it's tactics. I'm like, did you see those goals? Like, literally, it was just like a header on a corner. (laughs) So, uh, Pochettino, like, he don't have no tactics. He was playing a 4-2-3-1 with um, with uh, Tottenham, usually. Uh, I think at some point he kind of went to three in the back at some point. It doesn't really matter. You're just going to you, – you got Mbappe and Neymar. You're going you, to – you're going to just play the – like, they're going to dictate the game, Mbappe and Neymar. Um, what, from what I was seeing, they were saying, like, oh, you know, Pochettino is like – he likes to have really intense training sessions and he likes to do double training some days. And I'm like, like, what do you, like an intense training session? Like you're not going to come to PSG and do that. Like they're going to be like, we don't need to do that. We don't need to run around on like a, a fifth size of a field and like shoot into a mini net. Like we don't need to do that. <laughs> so I don't really know like what he's going to bring as a manager. Um, I, I listened to Aaron West talk about, uh, he had like a 10-minute clip or something talking about Pochettino to PSG. Sadly, you can tell he doesn't really know much about PSG because he was saying like, oh, you know, there was issues with Thomas Tuchel, Thomas Tuchel with Mbappe and Neymar. And I'm like, actually, no. They they like Thomas Tuchel a lot, actually. Um, he, Tuchel had issues with management. If, oh, anything, if anything, I'm sure they would like be thankful to show up for teaching them like a new way to play kind of in terms of like moving them positionally and getting them to get along better. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't really know about that as much, but I feel like they liked him as a person. Oh yeah, I don't think Tuchel's like hated really. Yeah, no, like hate no. Him. he's no, not. I, think, I don't think he's really that kind of stance, you know. Mbappe did like a really big like post for him, like when he after he got fired or whatever. Yeah. Um, but as far as Pochettino, I'm just like, uh, like Pochettino to me seems like, like this is what I feel from him that he's like kind of stuck up. And like, kind of like a stick up his ass kind of guy. And, you, know what, and you know, I get that vibe too. I get like he's like a wannabe Mario vibes from him, where it's like I'm really cool kind of vibes. 
And I, I, I think that's he has so much of this like corny media clout behind him from Tottenham that it's annoying. Don't be coming over here talking like how you talked to uh, uh, to Walker uh, when he was on the Spurs. Don't don't come doing that at PSG because it was cute at Tottenham, but now you're playing a team. There's stars here, buddy. Like you got you got two of the five best players on the planet in this team. So you, I hope you know how to manage some stars. You didn't really have to do that. I know Kane is big, but you didn't have to manage a stars before. These are like legit two of the top five on the planet. Yeah. And like, yeah, and that's another thing too. He's never managed big stars. Um, and I think that he probably prefers that mm-hmm. um, because then you can assert your authority on them. And I think that like – like and also the French media is brutal. I mean, Tuchel was having like issues. Like French media is brutal. It ain't like you get in England and you stay at a club for like more than five years or like four years. Like you're you're they love you forever. Yeah. Like and and it, and it's not like a somewhat big club. This fool never won one trophy, and they're talking about giving him a promotion. He has like, no. He has, he has no pressure. Like to, he's. You know what's funny? Like uh, when I was listening to Aaron West. He's like, oh, you know, he never won any trophies at Tottenham, but, you know, he never really had, like, that much to work with, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't really believe that. And also, let's not forget, okay? Let's not forget. I think that we broke it down. Uh, damn it. I, I, I'm so mad at myself. I, I wish I remembered um, that I actually broke down how many trophies Pochettino did not win. At, at Tottenham, and I feel like it was like four. Yes, you actually broke it on the show. You actually gave some number. He was like oh, and like nine or some crap. No, like no, that. no. It was like forty something because there's like three Whoa. trophies. You, there's no, there's like four trophies. You math how many trophies you could win per year based upon yeah. how many years he coaches. It was pretty nuts. It was pretty. Yeah. Nuts. I'm like this fool missed out on like twenty nine trophies. Yeah, it was some bonkers number. I don't think yeah. it was forty, but it was definitely. It a was crazy. a lot. I, you know, I'm, and I'm, if it's forty, I wouldn't be shocked either. It just yeah. sucks because. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, dog, like, it, it's... I'm it's, so annoyed that I forgot about that till right now. I, another thing I also kind of noticed is, like, he's already starting to do his little cap headlines where he's, like, trying to, like, talk to the media, like, uh, yeah, we're just still trying to implement this. And I'm like, dog, like, look, dude, I understand if you want to say this is a new regime, we're bringing in... We're, things are run differently under me. Maybe, like... He could talk about his management styles differently, for sure. Like, I understand you have a different management style. I understand you talk to people differently. But I I like coaches that come in with a sense of humility, saying, like, you know, yes, I am here to coach, but I'm also here to learn, too. I got to learn these people. Like, it's about learning. Coaching is player management as well. And I think some of the best coaches in the world have always been really good at player management. And Chalodi has always been really good at, like, understanding players. I mean, like, those players thrive under coaches like that. You know, and, and he always gives me this approach where it's like – and I'm just basing this off the Tottenham time. Maybe it's like this is approach because he spent so much time at one place that he grew comfort, you know, like in that one spot. At PSG, I want I if if PSG is gonna have any success under Pochettino, he needs to show a new side of him. We need to see a different Pochettino, someone who's willing to adapt. This if you're gonna be stuck up and be yourself with Tottenham, is you're just gonna flame out in Champions League like everybody else is. But if he shows that you can adapt to situation, you can get success out of club. You can win with this team. You can build more to win this team. But it just it really takes you being able to adapt to it as well too. Not just them adapting you; it's vice versa. Well, also, the thing is with PSG, which is, like, so peculiar, 
like it, it might be the one team well maybe like them and Bayern like you're like you gotta win Champions League dog like or at least get to the final or semifinal you gotta go like, to that, the final, dog. That, that, you that's gotta all go it's about game. you know that's literally all it's about so and for and for us you gotta go to the final in a non-COVID affected tournament bracket yeah, you gotta no. go to a regular final yeah. I'm sorry, PSG. I'm sorry, dog. Yeah, you, got, you, you got to the scrimmage finals. That was great. Where that was damn near French Cup final for us. We Please. need we need you to get to to a regular. Yeah. You need to fly over there, dog. Got to fly over there. <laughs> um, okay, I was gonna say this too. Um, when when Aaron West and, uh, and I'm sure others are saying like, oh, you know, he didn't have so much to work with at Tottenham. I'm like, you know what? Let's not forget that while he was managing Tottenham, Leicester City won the league. Yes, that, 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 that is the most unforgivable thing in history is that you can't say, oh, he got beat up by all the juggernauts. That's an old statement because people always make the joke that Tottenham is the fringe jug, right? Like, they're right there. They just don't have enough to get a juggernaut player. Like, think about it, their big signing this summer was getting a reject player from the past from Real Madrid. They got, they got bail. So, like, oh, we got bail. Like, yes, they have some young talents like the, the Dutch dude who's a baller with all the crazy ear neck tattoos. They have some ballers. And they got Nolan Dembele, who's a we made it, um, we made it favorite. But the year that was there, that year was there. They were in first place, and they flamed out again, which they've done in the past. They had first place, and they flamed out before, and they lost to Leicester, dude. Yeah, you lost to Leicester. You made Jamie Vardy look like a legend. For Jamie Vardy is like goaded now; like he he can't do wrong. And also, they didn't even get second that year. No. So, and, and so, yeah, they also went to a Champions League final. They got beat by Liverpool. I'll give them some credit for that, but it's like they did. Yeah. Then the next season, was, he got. Then the next season, he got fired. So it's I like say, I want to say this though. That was also a weird route. Never forget that journey to that final was kind of goofy too. It was a weird. Well, they had a the, weird journey to that final, too. The, the reason I'll give them credit is because they beat Man City in the semifinal. So. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, you, but you beat another Prem Club in the final, dude. Like, okay, I'm saying, like, you didn't have to, like, do – you didn't have to do some insane route like some teams have had. Like, no, you, had, to... you got a little bit like, oh, I got to go to – I got to go to England? Oh, no. <laughs> I got to go yeah. to fly to England. You don't got to go fly to, 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 you know, Spain and go this match in Madrid. You had, you had a weird route. No, I mean, I, I, I feel you on that, too. Um, like that year, Juve advanced, and they had to go score away at Byron. <laughs> like yeah. scored an away goal at Byron to advance. I'm like, that's that's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pochettino is like he he's definitely has like inflated clout from the media, and I yeah. think it mostly is because he was coaching in England at a team at a young age too, like for that, coaching, and and he stayed there. He stayed in England for a long time. And, like, that's just enough to get you, like, they're going to act treat you like a genius. And, and one more thing about this before we move on. I know, short episode, whatever. But, like, the thing is, is, like, it, I always feel like that almost hampered him in the end because he didn't achieve success there. I feel like if you're coming in kind of in that rookie-ish time period of big coaching, like, it's bad to stay at one place, like, Tottenham for a long time. Like, that, that doesn't allow you a lot of room to, like, develop and grow like yeah Zidane started his coaching career at Real Madrid really other than working the B team like Real Madrid but like he's had like non-champion leagues win years too like he's had successes in like very decent and like good years too it's a little different when like Pochettino's been the man the whole time 
and he's gotten all these alibis the whole time and hasn't had the results to, to live by it. So that kind of gives you inflated clout that you don't necessarily – you can't really dish out because Zidane can't. Like, he has, like, the backup for it. Like, you don't. Like, you got you come in there with that empty trophy case, dude. Like, that's but, what you but, really come with. Like, Zidane's coaching in, at, a, at a real team, like, with pressure. And, yeah. like, he – uh, I mean, there's you, pressure at Tottenham too. No, there's, there's not. There's not. There, there's no pressure at Tottenham, dog. You don't think there's pressure at all? No, because uh, there's. I mean, Tottenham don't win trophies, so there's no pressure to win them. Like Liverpool has had pressure. Like even when Jurgen Klopp, his first few years, he wasn't winning anything. There was still like, hey man, like you know, we gotta like we're still Liverpool. We gotta win something. Tottenham don't ever win anything. So like even when even for Man U like winning Europa League is like yeah that's kind of lame but like they gotta win something you gotta win the FA Cup you gotta do something Tottenham never won a damn thing <laughs> so like I mean we'll see what happens with PSG there's no like the, there's Champions League pressure obviously Pochettino has been to a Champions League final one time um, so it's not like he doesn't have experience in that regard. But it's a totally different situation. And, they, you know, they talked about, oh, he makes the players better. And I'm like, I don't really – I'm not going to, like – I'm not going to give him that. Like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I'm not going to give him that, dude. Like, I don't think he made Harry Kane better. Like, I think Harry Kane probably was like – I think maybe he was like, look, Harry, you're not really like a for real center forward. So, like, it's fine if you want to drop back. You know, like you keep doing it anyway, so I'm not going to tell you to stop anymore. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, uh, I already saw cat people saying like, "Oh, he can turn Icardi into to Harry Kane." I'm like, buddy boy, it, it, it just that there's literally two entirely different skill sets going on here. Don't do this. Don't do this. If anything, Pochino actually Pochino actually hate Icardi. He's Argentinian, and he, a lot of Argentinians don't like Icardi. So Pochino might not ride with Icardi like you think he does, buddy. I don't think he rides with him like that. He has a very low approval rating to Argentina Icardi. He's not like a favored. Caesar, <laughs> Caesar have you ever been on Icardi's Instagram? It's nuts. It's no, no, bonkers. No, no, have you like no no like have you, I've like, been on there before, yeah. Okay. Icardi comments be like six comments. Well he has a he has a restricted no. Yeah. Like, like he is one of the most loathed people. But I want to say this: whoever said that, I, I can't believe that person is commentating, like having a comment about this sport, and they're that dumb. <laughs> like, I can't believe you actually watch this to the point you want to comment on something, and you said something that ridiculous. But um, anyway, speaking of center forwards, um, there is uh, there. I think there's like about to be an election for the French Football Federation president. And one of these fellas, Michel Molan, which I feel like I've heard of him, he's saying that he's he's promising that he will restore Kareem Benzema back into the national team. Benzema is 33 years old, hasn't played since November 2015. That That's insane. That The second worst one is Lacazette, but go ahead. Facts. Um, Benzema is, uh, is going to trial soon over the whole Valbuena mixed, uh, I was about to say mixtape, uh, sex tape scandal. Um, he's saying that he's innocent, and I get, let, let's see when this trial is supposed to be. Let me click this. Um, he's, but obviously Benzema is 
for forever been saying he's innocent. When is this case being adjudicated? Um, can I get a date? Can I get a date? No date. But here's my thing. Um, the French national team is really weird when it comes to center forward. They, they just call up Giroux and just like, you know, there's definitely some favoritism and, and relationships going on there because I don't know how the hell you call up Giroux and don't call up Lacazette. Like, that's literally insane to me. But, and, and I think uh, Benzema and Giroux are not friends. Here's, here's my kind of ridiculous question. If Benzema is found innocent of this whole uh, sex mixtape situation, and he hasn't played in the French national team for a minute, should he sue the French national team? Absolutely. 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 I think not only you could actually do like a kind of a defamation lawsuit. It's definitely defamation against his name. Um, and this is from just half a, a semester of law class in Hawaii. Like that's defamation. If you're talking about you've, you've had a president who's actually publicly talked very negatively about Benzema, talk about things that he's done. And Benzema stated over and over he's innocent. And if there's other FA members understanding that he's innocent, hey, man, you know, you, you're entitled to that. Like, you're entitled to that. Especially when the team won a World Cup since then, all this stuff. You could have you, – you've lost out on sponsorship. All kind of, he honestly – honestly, let's keep it real. If, if Benzema was on that World Cup team and the year after I think Real Madrid won La Liga – during that COVID year two, and and he had a phenomenal year, he would be getting that that Ballon d'Or instead of Lewandowski. I'm I'm gonna keep it real. Wait, like, wait, wait, or you mean Modric? I'm sorry, Modric. He would be getting it because Benzema also had a great year. I know, I know Modric is cute, and I I love Modric. I have no issues with him. Like, hey man, that's no beef. Like, I don't say this to diss my. I don't diss this to diss. I'm not trying to diss Modi. I'm just saying, like, if Benzema won, was won that World Cup. And then he came back, and they won that league. He would be winning that Ballon d'Oro, dog. I just simply put, the only reason is because Benzema was there in that final, and then they gave it to Modric because Modric obviously had a great year, Modric, and he also took that Croatian team very far. But who would have been ahead of him? His own teammate, who's that on French team. That's another level right there. I think, I think it's so much he missed out on. And um, uh, look. I I think that's dope that guy's running. I don't know if it's like Barcelona standards where you have to get a certain amount of votes from whatever the, the, the shareholders. I don't know how the hell it works, if that's how they do their system. But I think that he deserves it. I think the French – the former French president has held a lot of players kind of like against against not joining, non, non due to performance standards. Like – other leagues have talked – it's happened in Italy too. And other, other national teams have had, have had just been the regular policy, which is you perform, you play, right? That's kind of Brazil's policy. Like even if you're, you're garbage, if you don't perform, there's a chance you won't get called up and someone else will. That's how Brazil is. Like other players get called up randomly, but it's because they're performing and they're just looking for answers. France has so much talent – that they, they can have a corrupt president that's allowed to shun people down. And especially, he gets to do that the year they freaking win. So, like, as much as Bam likes Giroud, as much as Giroud is a baller, it's not we can't sit here and say he's the best French striker in the world. We're not going to say that. But he was part of that World Cup team. And, you know, like, and they won anyways. But and I think that Benzema no- deserves that chance. 
if there's court cases showing that he's 100% uh, innocent and all this, then he's absolutely entitled to his rights as a human being and entitled to all that. So hopefully uh, it works out best and they get, even if it's not that FA, pre, not, not that president of French, French football, I hope it's another one or one of them has the same kind of policy about Benzema too. I hope he's not just the only one that feels this way. At least someone else is willing to listen to it. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, he has 81 caps and he hasn't played since then. Um, his game is his his game has only gotten better since uh, 2015. I swear to God, since 2015, he like since that early last like the last two Ronaldo years, he looks like 35 30 pounds lighter. Like he looks a lot thinner, faster. Like he's moving well. My dog, you look like you're really maybe he's just like vegan now. He looks really healthy. Honestly, he looks super healthy. Like he had a. I mean, I think that he had he would have had the opportunity to pass. I was just looking up like uh, the numbers of caps. He has 81 and he hasn't played in five years. Um, obviously uh, I think Hugo Reese has like the most, he has like 140. Somebody's a goalie. Don't really count. Terry Henry has 123. I don't know if, I don't know if Benzema would have gotten like 40 caps since, since 2015, but he would have got a lot. Ben, because, and he's still going. Yeah, because you got to because you got to think about um, in 2015 there was like the Euros qualifiers and the Euros, which they went to the final. Um, then you got World Cup qualifiers, then you got the World Cup, then you got uh, they started doing Nations League, then you got the, the friendlies, the one that got bombed. Um, then you <laughs> then you got um, all kinds of stuff. He could have been up there with Terry Henry with caps. Absolutely, and, and he he would have deserved that too. Which sucks, like. Um, you know, Benzema's a great player, fantastic player. It's like I've literally watched Benzema just grow over the years. It's kind of like it's it's so funny, like being a fan of, of a team like Real Madrid, there's so much there's a lot of players that retain there that have been retained from times, you know. Look at the picture, look at Marcelo grow. Like these players have grown in the club when you don't really see that at massive clubs a lot, you know, like usually there's so much the 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 stigma against Real Madrid is the Galactica, right? They they that they do this. That's old news. Like, that's early 2000s jokes. Like, this team has been about building for a long time. They get youth. We've watched Vinicius grow. Like, we even watched Rodrigo growing. Like, we're watching people grow on a team. I mean, he's definitely changed since the first day Bam called him damn near washed. So, it's just you you, you get to see these players grow over time. And Benzema's a great example of that. And Benzema's a good up-down, up-down story. Like, that's someone to watch if you want to see, like, just – even when like you're not getting called up by your national team and you're leading the league and go, you're doing all this stuff and you're playing on the league, one of the hardest places to lead to be a goal scorer leader in. I mean, we're talking the messy Ronaldo league, you know, and you're playing with Ronaldo and before and you're putting up numbers and he's gone and you're still doing your thing. Respect him forever. Like Benzema respect. If they, I mean, if, you're- honestly, he should sue and he should see in the lawsuit. If I, if I don't get to be allowed to get picked, I get to go play for Algeria if I want to. Well, he ain't gonna do that. But. No, but I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, if he had, I'm just, I'm just saying, if he had like some kind of expressed interest in playing international sports, then like he should have the option to because it's not fair to hold it like where you have to play for a national team, but you're like banned from it for no legal purpose. So you should have a right to do what you want after that. Yeah, he. I, he there should the, be revisions allowed to allow allow things to be changed. Like for example, the Balotelli when he was banned from Italy, like he should be able to do whatever he wants if he wants to play somewhere else. If he has another citizenship somewhere, you, I know the rules like under five caps, but they should make an ex, a, like an exception if like unfair reasons are being determined for not being capped. 
Ben's about never even been to Algeria. Um, okay, dog, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, that, <laughs> the last year's workout video was in Algeria. He was out there working out in Algeria. So go ahead, dog. He is with that. Dude. I was going to say something crazy. Um, can you yeah. do Mahrez, but whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mahrez is from there. No, um, hey, yeah, dog. <laughs> whatever, dude. Um, I think that. Like, he had a chance to break some records for sure. Um, and you know, he was denied that opportunity. At the same time, like, the case, like, it, I mean, he, he probably had something to do with it. It's, hey, like, kind of hey, it's kind hey, hey, random you're to just be like, huh. You're not a lawyer, dog. I, I know, but I'm like, I damn, read no. the case, dog. I ain't read it like that. I'm like, why would they just, why would Valbuena just be like, yeah, yeah, it was him? <laughs> you know I mean? Hey, I mean, I mean, you also think Bill Cosby's innocent, though. But. Yeah, but I mean, like Valbuena. I don't, I don't know who's out here really writing for Valbuena. I do not think Val. I do not think Bill Cosby's innocent. Don't say that. Here. <laughs> yeah, I have been. I'm the number one fighter against people saying that on Twitter. I hate that crap. Anyway, you took it took you a long time to say something. No, um, it did not take me a long time to say something. <laughs> it did. Um, anyway, we'll see what happens with Benzema. Um, Whatever his trial is or the case gets uh, decided, um, <laughs> who knows? Maybe he'll get found guilty and they cut him from Real Madrid, too. Yo, <laughs> come on, man. That'd be really bad. That'd be I hilarious. Mean, actual, like, victims are in play here. <laughs> uh, well, there's definitely victims. Um, anyway, okay, really quick, some rumors and some transfers. Um, what's the name? Uh, Musa Dembele from Lyon. He has been uh, loaned to Atleti. Uh, that, I think that went down today. There it was, was some. Huh? Was, it was it was loan to buy, correct? With the option to buy, yeah. Which yes. I think they will, and then they will sell them up the river. I, I almost got happy it was a loan because I'm like, I'm down for it to be a loan. Like and he gets to go back or something like that if it don't work out. And I was like, to buy, I was like, oh god, no. <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna sell you to Celtic, dog. Don't do it. <laughs> Back to Celtic. <laughs> He's a great uh, player. Um, I don't understand. I know they got him because Costa's gone, but it's like I, I still like. I, I don't know. I just don't know what's the right. I think they need to get rid of Simeone because I don't feel like Simeone does an offense that's conducive to like strikers anymore. I don't think. It, it's come to that. That's they're not the old Atletico Madrid. Like the old Atletico Madrid was getting it cracking just because Diego Costa was so ridiculous back then. Like he was just making it happen. Like some people are just so good they can just make it happen, right? And maybe someone like a Griezmann who's not really a true striker can kind of be in a good position there. So maybe they thought that you know someone like uh, F- Felix would be that kind of guy. But Felix has so much more talent than Griezmann that he's being wasted there. Costa's old. Uh, Luis Suarez is scoring against Hetafe, and everybody's excited about it. So those things don't matter to me. But, damn, Musa is a really good striker. He's really talented. He has good size, good footwork. I, I wish him the best. I hope it works out. But um, I just hope he doesn't get bought by them because I don't think that's a, that's a team under Simeone that's really doing the best for the players. No, I mean, Atleti, even though they're top of the league, like, I just – they're trash. Um, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, very barely. Yeah. I, I mean, it would have been cool to see him go somewhere in England, honestly. Like, I was hoping, like, maybe he would go somewhere that was, like, actually fun to watch. But um, we'll see. So Hopefully, I thought before – I thought that they – I thought that, like, 
I know, I know Wolves really like Raul Jimenez, but it would have been cool if they got rid of him and got, like, Musa. Like, that, that's a guy who could take your team to top four. Like, he's that good. And, and, and a similar skill set to Raul Jimenez, although yeah, I, I, I do think he's better than him. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, it's just unfortunate with Leon. Like, he was – like, last season he did well, but I think just, like, Rudy Garcia, like, the way he wants to play, he doesn't really want to have, like, that traditional center forward. And although, like, I don't think him and Memphis Depay, Memphis Depay didn't play well together, I think that Moussa Dembele's game is a lot of uh, back-to-goal play, um, which, which is good. Yeah. But it's, 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 I don't know, it's like you have somebody like Memphis Depay who is, like, similar to Neymar, and – a center forward, like a real traditional center forward who, like, wants to score goals might get kind of bored. Like, you know, like, there ain't going to be too many crosses coming in. There's not going to be so much, like, like, it's just, a, I don't know. But either no, way, Dembele is a good player. And if he can get on a good team, which I don't think Athletic is, he can, you know, make something out of himself. Um, they're still talking about uh, Kulibaly like every day. I did not realize he's 29 years old. I'm mad at him for wasting his life at Napoli. I'm so mad at him for that. Um, I was like, he's 29? What the hell have you been doing at Napoli all these years? Kulibaly. Oh, man, Kulibaly, it's crazy. I think Kulibaly debuted. Oh, man, I want to say something crazy. It was like 29, like, 2009. I think he's played in Napoli since like 09 or some number like that. He's been there so long, dog. He's been in Napoli forever. He's actually like, I think, the longest uh, Napoli player on the roster right now. Like, he's been there so long. So he's been there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, dog, what the hell are you doing? I mean, well, you, I mean, you know what the deal is, though. Yeah, you know it's probably so. It's probably, it's, some mafia. For him. <laughs> it's probably some mafia thing, but I'm just like, damn, dog, like, uh, come uh, on, man. <laughs> I respect Koulibaly for being born in France, playing for Ghana, real one. Um, uh, Senegal, by the way. but Senegal, sorry. This dude has been playing – I'm sorry, I got it wrong. He's been playing in Napoli since 2014, <coughs> but he's had 195 appearances for them. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Like, why do you want to be there for that long, dude? It's not even like... I mean, he the... came from Genk and Mets. I mean, like, dude, like, but he kind of like, made it out. <laughs> Napoli's, like, not even a big club for real, like... They got, they, got, they have a steam, though, and they always... Maybe he just, like, he wants to leave, then he sees, like, a new jersey drop, and he's like, damn, I got to stay. These joints kind of hard. <laughs> he, he, like, says he wants to leave, and then the goons show up at his door. Uh, like, uh, the dudes that did that uh, drill song. Why do you hold every week? Are you gonna bring up this drill song? Is that what you're gonna do? Um, that yeah. I, that you think? Do you think Kulabilis is Italian drill? Oh, I'm sure he's heard it. <laughs> oh, come on, dog. I don't know. He feels like he's more true. Uh, he feels more old school. I don't think he's like that. They gonna, they gonna force him into the video. Come on, man. <laughs> Put a gun to his head. You better come be in this video. Um. Anyway, yeah, these rumors are kind of whack. Um. Okay. Ooh. All right, I know you got to go soon. I don't know. Do you want to talk about Hope Solo and Carly Lord or, or Bill Belichick? I'd rather talk about Hope Solo because um, whatever about, about – well, have- I'm just going to say really quick, Bill Belichick was going to be given the um, Medal of Freedom by Donald Trump, and Bill Belichick rejected it. Nice. Also, while you're announcing that, the the, 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 the how, um, Trump was impeached for a second time today. So go ahead, though. We smoking that pack. Okay, so really quick, um, 
Tom Lutz wrote an article in The Guardian, and um, Hope Solo and Carly Lord did a, did a BBC The Players podcast. And um, Hope Solo said, when you grow up in the national team, there was a mean girls club. It was, uh, most players have come from rich white families. That is the culture of the United States Women's National Team. It's a very privileged white culture. I remember Carly Lloyd and I always talking about the culture, saying that they have to change it. Um, she said that her and Carly were uh, very welcoming and they weren't bullies. Um, and they said that it's because that they weren't bullies to the other young people coming in because they weren't, uh, they weren't bullies because they were bullied. Um, she said people were not nice to us. People were not welcoming. They didn't invite you to sit at the dinner table. Um, it was really difficult growing up with the national team for me in the social aspect, as well as learning the game. Um, she said now it's different. It's a lot more welcoming and open. Um, but she did kind of uh, say that now the players are kind of soft. Like, oh. like, like the, new, the, new, the new players are kind of soft. They're not like thugged out like they used to be, which, which I'm sure is true. Um, <laughs> Carly Lloyd, Jesus, Carly Lloyd almost has 300 caps. What the hell? She's um, one have appearances in her career and regular teams. Right. Um, I, I feel like this kind of also solidifies my theory that Carly Lloyd is black. <laughs> like, what's the deal here, man? Who is, she's blacker than Kristen Press, dude. Come on, man. You need to see Carly Lloyd's parents. Um, and even that last name, Lloyd, you're like, come on, dude. Maybe she's related to Lloyd the singer. What? What the hell did you just say on this show? You, you think, think that she, she you think she's related to Lloyd the singer? Who I think is mixed too. You you think she's Lloyd related to Lloyd? Caesar, I swear to God, they kind of look alike. I swear to God. Down. You're just Caesar, Caesar, pull up Carly Lloyd and pull I'm up. I'm working Lloyd. on it right now. Hold on. Caesar, they kind of look alike. Hold on. Um, but yeah, it was just interesting to see. Like, and, and I remember uh, they, Hope Solo talking about the ponytail posse. Let's see this right here. If you're watching on, oh, if you're watching, please go watch this section on YouTube right now. <laughs> We're gonna, yo, I, I remember what Lloyd looks like. They, they, Caesar, pull up that. Holy moly, look at Caesar's um, uh, tabs open right here. Oh, Caesar. They gotta look alike. Yeah, he was, he's been going through it, Jesus. Um, okay, that okay, but Caesar, don't they kind of look alike on the low? No, they don't, dog. Caesar, go pull up the pull up pull up Carly Lloyd. How's <laughs> this with all caps? Caesar, yes, that one, that one's perfect. Now go back to Lloyd. What the hell is this supposed to be? I want to get a big picture of her. These are so funny right now. Don't watch this on YouTube. Caesar is drunk. What the hell is this fool doing right now? So mad. This is so small. These this pictures. Is the same. All right, but whatever. I'm trying to make it look bigger for the people to see. This is the same dude that clown me all the time about my computer. This here screen. and this. Caesar, go click it. That's different. That's a, that picture don't count. Give me some other picture of Lloyd. <laughs> oh my god, I'm over it now. This <laughs> is goddamn truck. Um, here. Uh, okay, now give me now give me Lloyd. 
This was they're, they're right there. Oh, you can't see on the screen share. Oh. I swear on God, they're related. Um, Why do you say that, man? <laughs> oh my God, Caesar! Just click. This is close these tabs, please. Thank you. You um, criticize it. You can't do two percent of that. No. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I, I, hopefully, they're changing the culture within the U.S. Women's National Team. Sadly, we never really hear about the culture in the U.S. Men's National Team. They're probably just making some boys' club and just be probably harassing and beating up the black dudes when they come in, and then uh, and then uh, Michael Bradley's hazing them. But um, I'm also glad to see that Hope Solo is still out there. Um, she still does stuff on BN, but I'm glad to see that she's still working with the Guardian because during the Women's World Cup, she was working with the Guardian, um, and or or BBC, or both. I can't remember. Anyway, episode 185. Carly Lloyd and Lloyd are related. Um, Caesar, you know that. You know, you know Carly Lloyd know that song. Get it, shouty. Get it, shouty. Get it, shouty. You think she goes, I can make your bed rock. <laughs> oh, God, I hate that one. She don't know that one. She don't know that she one. Definitely she definitely does. That was way more popular. But she don't get it, shouty, though. Same I mean, beat as- I can see Carlo definitely just, just singing "Get It Shouty." That'd be so funny. Shake, oh, that's my cuz. Same, <laughs> same beat as Maui Wowie, by the way. Uh, I hate when you do this to me because I have to go listen to it now. <laughs> anyway, episode one eighty five. We made a podcast. Um, hopefully, next week or maybe sometime soon, we'll talk. We'll we'll keep it real about tactics um, because they're captics. Eh. What? what was the show called again? It was called um, Don't Reach for My Chain. Don't Reach for My Chain. All right, episode. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to get a picture of a player. Oh, uh, no, I'm not waiting for you for 10 hours to do some picture, dog. When you going to have the picture done? You can do the album thing. I'm going to do it for Instagram. But when are you going to have it done? The Instagram, I'll have it done today. Oh God! This will be eleven fifty nine or tomorrow morning. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, no, I'm doing the Instagram one. Okay, well, can you do it before? Yeah, you can do the album crap. Before that you want to do? You can do the Spotify, but I don't care. Before, I'm talking about the IG post. Before ten p.m. I will please? try today. I'm going to box. I will try before eleven p.m. Okay, I can do that. After, and then I'm gonna play Apex Platinum and get clapped again. Okay, there we go. Episode 185, Hallelujah.